Welcome to Green Bull Radio. I'm your host, Kendall Titchener. On the show, we share how notable leaders use environment, social, and governance factors to make a positive impact. Connect with Green Bull Radio on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter by following at Green Bull Radio. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. Sarah Keyes is the CEO of ESG Global Advisors. She is an ESG and climate change expert with over a decade of experience as a thought leader, consultant, facilitator, and auditor. She regularly presents to executive teams and boards of directors on the link between ESG and climate change with financial and operational performance and long-term value. In this episode, we discuss the 2022 ESG outlook. My name is Sarah Keyes. I'm the CEO of ESG Global Advisors, which is an advisory firm that helps bridge the gap between companies and their investors on all things ESG and climate change. I'm an accountant by background, and I first became passionate about ESG and sustainability when completing my undergraduate degree at McGill University. I set out to become an accountant to do sustainability, with the belief that there's an important need for companies to understand the risks and opportunities posed by environmental and social issues with a big focus on climate change. I spent the beginning of my career working as an auditor in the mining and extractive sector at PricewaterhouseCoopers. And then I spent a number of years working as an energy consultant with local utilities, regulators, and gas and oil companies across the country. I spent four years working at the Charter Professional Accountants of Canada, leading their research, thought leadership, and guidance on all things climate change and sustainability for the accounting profession and the broader business community. And so I've spent the large portion of my career really focusing on the intersection of sustainability issues with economic and financial performance, and ultimately long-term value creation. In 2022, I'm seeing three really big ESG trends that companies should pay attention to. And the first is the increasing regulatory requirements for ESG reporting. We saw the Canadian Securities Administrators issue new proposed mandatory disclosure rule on climate change for Canadian publicly traded companies. And just early in 2022, we also saw the CSA issuing new guidance for ESG investment products for investment funds. As regulators pay more attention to the issue of ESG and link it with their oversight of entities, it's really important for companies and investors to pay attention to these increasing regulatory requirements, as these can create new opportunities for companies to better tell their value creation story, and it also creates risks for those who are not ready to comply. The second trend I'm seeing for 2022 is the growing investor focus on the implementation of net zero by 2050 targets. We saw a number of corporations announcing net zero ambitions prior to the Conference of the Parties 26 or COP26 in Glasgow in November 2021. In 2022, we see a lot of investors asking companies to explain their plans to achieve these net zero targets, including establishing interim targets through 2030 and disclosing their implementation roadmaps, which are intended to include things like capital expenditures to reduce emissions, as well as operating and maintenance budgets intended to help improve efficiencies and reduce operational emissions, 
And increasingly, investors are going to be looking for detailed disclosure on the metrics and targets that companies are using to monitor their performance toward net zero by 2050. And the third trend that I'm seeing this year is a big growing understanding and an increasing sophistication of the S or the social element of ESG. I would say the S is really the glue that holds it all together. If we're not successful in bringing society along with our environmental and governance initiatives, they won't be successful. And we're starting to see this issue with climate change and the notion of a just transition that leaves workers in a situation where they're losing jobs. And so it's really important for us to meaningfully consider the social implications of all of our environmental efforts, such as combating climate change. And so we can see that it's not just social specific issues like diversity, equity and inclusion, human rights and health and safety, but it's also that macro link between society, the environment and our economy. In this global pandemic, there has never been more attention to the issue of climate change, as well as big social issues like diversity, equity and inclusion and human rights and workforce health and safety, particularly for our frontline workers. So the growing understanding and sophistication of social issues in the capital markets is a big issue that companies should pay close attention to as they make their plans for their ESG strategies for the future. The flip side of these risks posed to companies is to turn them into opportunities. Proactively managing some of these ESG related risks can really create value opportunities and opportunities for competitive advantage. And there are two big areas that I see ESG opportunities for companies in 2022 and beyond. The first is in that net zero transition. To quote from Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, he writes in his 2022 letter to CEOs of portfolio companies that BlackRock is invested in, saying, few things will impact capital allocation decisions and therefore the long-term value of your company more than how you effectively navigate the global energy transition in the years ahead. What Larry Fink is referring to is the huge opportunities for first movers on low carbon products and solutions. There is going to be a massive need for research and development and innovation to achieve decarbonization across all industries and geographies. This is not just an issue impacting the energy sector. And when we think about the opportunity to develop low carbon products and solutions, not only is there the meaningful impact of reducing your emissions at home, but there's also the opportunity for Canadian companies to export some of these solutions to other markets that are struggling to reduce their emissions. The second big ESG opportunity for companies in 2022 and beyond is on the topic of human capital management. Nearly every company in the world has people, and many would say that people are their greatest asset. And when we think about Canada in particular, we're very much so a knowledge-based economy. So when we think about the concept of human capital management, it encompasses things like talent attraction, retention, and development, as well as issues like diversity, equity, and inclusion, not only of your leadership team, like the C-suite and board of directors, but also of your workforce. And we know that younger generations in particular really want to work for companies that align with their values. And this represents a huge opportunity for competitive advantage to attract that strong talent for the companies that are getting it right. Ultimately, the specific ESG risks and challenges will depend on a company's sector, its key stakeholders, its value drivers, and the location of its operations. 
One of the challenges with ESG issues is their wide ranging nature. So it's really important to assess them through an entity specific lens. And that's why we see more and more companies conducting formal ESG materiality assessments. This is a process whereby companies are identifying the specific ESG risks and opportunities that could impact their financial and operational performance and ultimately their long-term value. And that's why their investors care so much about this information and why they're pushing for increased transparency from companies. They believe that it impacts their long-term investment risks and returns. And there's actually a growing body of evidence to support that conclusion. So to address their unique ESG risks and opportunities, many companies can use the Sustainability Accounting Standards Board, or the SASB standards, as a starting point. The SASB standards identify a set of potentially relevant ESG risks and opportunities for a company based on the sector in which it's operating. And some of the examples of ESG factors that they include in their standards are greenhouse gas emissions, biodiversity impacts on the environmental side, and on the social side, things like workforce health and safety, and increasingly mental health, indigenous relations, community relations, human rights, and on the governance side, we think, see things like business ethics and transparency. And the list goes on. So you can see that this long laundry list really needs to be prioritized so that companies can help focus their resources and make the appropriate efforts and investments to achieve the highest impact outcomes possible. And that materiality assessment really allows them to do that. The World Economic Forum issues an annual global risks report each January. And over the past few years, we've seen the growing escalation of environmental and social issues. In particular, this report is a product of a gathering of some of the world's most influential public and private sector leaders who come together to evaluate global risks to the economy. And in 2022, we saw that the top five risks in terms of impact, two of them were environmental, one of which was climate change, and three were social. And when we look out as how the top five risks could intensify over the next 10 years, all of those top five were environmental, illustrating the point that over time, environmental risks will become even more significant and material to the global economy. In particular, we saw climate change and extreme weather near the top of both the near-term and the long-term lists. So these are critical issues for companies to pay attention to, regardless of whether you're a high emitter. My parting thought is just to note that ESG issues are clearly not going away. 2021 and now 2022 are showing significant momentum in the capital markets, particularly around the net zero transition. And as I mentioned, the net zero transition will require a transformation of the global economy, and it will impact directly and indirectly all sectors. So it's really important to keep an eye on this macroeconomic backdrop. And the 2020s are expected to be a decade of action on climate change as we really reach the narrowing window of time to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees as outlined in the Paris Agreement. And so the 2020s being a decade of action is really an opportunity for companies and investors alike to achieve that competitive advantage by recognizing the investments required today to set them up for success in a long-term net zero, low carbon climate resilient future. Listeners can get in touch by looking me up on LinkedIn, Sarah Keys. You can email me, sarah at esgglobaladvisors.com, 
or you can find me on our company website, esgglobaladvisors.com. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Green Bull Radio. I'm your host, Kendall Titchener. Please submit guest ideas and ESG-related questions on social media at Green Bull Radio on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thanks for listening.